Recorded in the studios at Mad Sky and Associates at 125 West Sunbridge Drive in Federal. Produced by Brian Dean, it is time for the fastest hour in high school sports. This is the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford, and I'm joined by my good friend, Coach Randy Oznes. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, really glad to be back. Uh, gosh, I hate to say it, but I kind of missed you guys this week. You know, it's, it's been a while since we, you know, it's been a full week. And uh, listen to Brian do the uh, the foot, Farmington football game Friday night. And uh, and actually, my wife and I were out of town, and we, we watched it on her phone, and we listened to it. And, uh, hey, the shameless plugs, God bless you. You know, the Ox and Oz Show, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how many times the boys that you were uh, – calling the game with uh, would bring that up the shameless plug so I'm going to use that on a regular basis and uh, you know it was it was it was nice you guys did a great job on the ball game and uh, you know, it's always a good time to be back here hanging out with Jeff hey was, you brought up you brought up football so let's go ahead and let's let's just jump off into it and let's jump off into football coach I'm ready so when, when you go to this week's games uh, let's let's start with the 7a I know you've got the you've looked at the 7a rankings and uh, or the games that's going on, but let's start in the 7A, Northwest Arkansas. Here's a big game, and let me tell you why I say it's a big game. You got Fedville going to Van Buren. Fedville's two and three. Fedville got back on a winning streak, or, or, or got a win last week, and Van Buren's three and two. But Casey Dick's going back to Van Buren where he was the head coach last year. So that automatically brings a little extra salsa to the game. I think it does, and I think Casey's done a good, really good job, uh, you know, transitioning into uh, the new role there at Fable. And, uh, you know, like, a, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, they got back on the winning, winning side of things this past week, and, uh, and that game there in Van Buren ought to be a good game. Here is my 7-8 game of the week. I'll let you pick one if you want to. Springdale at Harbor. And any time you take those two teams – it doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, volleyball, golf, soccer, whatever it is. A little extra to it whenever you're playing some some kids that hey, it might just be one street over from you. That's a you know that's a big rivalry, and you know it's kind of like back in the day when uh, when there wasn't all these uh, all these high schools, and when Fable would go to Springdale, or when Springdale would go to Fable, the Battle of the Bulldogs. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you have these cross town rivalries, like you say. I mean, you could be one block over from somebody that's playing for another school, and it's you know it's a year round rivalry. Your friends on up until Thursday, and of course Friday night, it's, it's time to go strap it up. Now see, after. see now here you go. Now 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 <laughs> it has changed so much, coach, from the '80s, because whenever our rivalry, whenever we play our rivalry, we wasn't friends till Thursday. It started that week of game week. We didn't talk to them. We didn't see them. Or we did see them. We ignored them. And then we'd be friends again that next Monday. One of us would be a happier friend than the other. That's very true. Yeah. Of course, back then you always had the uh, oh, the romping stop going on right in the middle of it. The square <laughs> dancing. That's what it was. Clothesline. <laughs> the clothesline fair. The clothesline fair. fair that, but here's the best part about that. Yeah. The clothesline fair is in September. You win that game that first Friday night, you wore your letter jacket. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You sweated that whole time. I guarantee you. Yeah. Want everybody to know. Coach, what's the rankings on 7A this week? 7A, Benton is number one. Or excuse me, Bryant's number one still. Bentonville is number two. North Little Rock and then Springdale Harbor, there's, uh, there's your part of your game of the week. And then Little Rock Central comes in at five, and Cabot is at sixth or ranked sixth this, this week, 7A. So we move on to 6A, Coach. And, you know, there's there's one 6A school in, in – up here in our area, we talked about them last week. Dad gave them all their travel. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, but but I think Siloam is ranked sixth in the state. But they got a tough road test this week when they go to not only the number one ranked team in in six A, but I think they're the number two ranked team overall in the state, and that's Greenwood. You know, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, side with your rankings, even though the rankings I'm looking at right here show Sheridan as the number six team in, in 6A. I'm going to go ahead and beg well, the difference. Well, I'm on who's. Which one are you on? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Greenwood 1, Searcy 2, Jonesboro 3, Lake Hamilton 4, Benton 5, and then Sheridan 6. You have Siloam, so we'll throw Siloam in there at 6. Well, now I'm going to pull them up because you, you got me wondering now. But I'm pretty sure that I've seen right here it says Siloam Springs 6th. I see that. Yeah, well, anyway. I, like right. I said, I, we've got two different sites here, and that's fine. Yeah, our, our, our beloved Cardinals, you know, they, they go on the road last week beat Alma, get a get a, a tremendous goal line stand in the, in the closing minutes of the game. Uh, they have first down and eight, hold them out, six-point win for the Redbirds at Alma. This week they go on the road to uh, 
Greenbrier. So Farmington goes in at 5 and 0, Greenbrier 3 and 2. Uh, I think Greenbrier Greenbrier is a 4 or 5 point, maybe a 6 point favorite in this ball game, but coach, what's what's the rankings in, in 5A? The rankings in 5A, Little Rock Christian and then of course uh, Harrison with Gabe Husky. And then uh, PA's coming in there at 3, Win at 4, uh, Maumel at 5, and then our, our, like you said our beloved Cardinals at 6. You know, may, this may be our week. We we got to get a win between, you know, now and, and of course you have you have Greenbrier left, you have Bologna left, you have Harrison, you have Morrillton, you have Huntsville. Got to have two of those. Yeah. Got to have two. Well, Greenbrier, Greenbrier is an open. I mean, they run a spread attack, you know, so quarterback play is important to them. So uh, Cardinal defense has been standing pretty tall this year, so that ought, that ought to be a good game. Before we move out of 5A, Coach, I know these two teams aren't up in our area, but Little Rock Christian, Pulaski Academy last week. 63-61. PA scored. PA's ahead 61-54. to And uh, Little Rock Christian scores with a minute something left. Makes it 61-60. Get their field goal blocked. So now they trail by a point. They onside kick. They get it. And I think I told you a 52-yard field goal that read in the papers a 38-yard field goal kicked with four seconds left to win the ball game. Made it 63 to 61. Now, how would you like to be there to watch that game? <laughs> That's a lot of offense. I don't think I'd want to be the defensive coordinator for either one of those. Well, do they have a defensive coordinator? That's what I want to know. Is there anybody down there that's defensive oh, coordinator? Hey, there's a lot of athletes there. A lot of yeah. athletes, those two schools, that's for sure. Well, let's move, let's move on to 4A. So, 4A is the conference uh, in Northwest Arkansas where we have the most teams. And, uh, Coach, I picked out a couple a couple of games uh, that uh, I think are, are huge games. Um, the first one I want to start with Shiloh. Shiloh goes on the road to Perry Grove. Now Shiloh is five and zero, and I'm pretty sure that here in a minute you're going to talk about them. I think they're ranked pretty high in the four A. Perry Grove's two and three, but they're two and zero in conference. This game is going to go a long ways in deciding who the conference champ is. I agree. I agree. And you know, Shiloh is uh, is once again. Uh, you know, offensively, they're juggernaut like they've been in the past. Uh, you know, Prairie Grove is, is maybe down just a little bit compared to what they've been in the past. I still think that, you know, Prairie Grove has that reputation where they'll come hit you. And I think at this time of the year, this is this is kind of where they start really, you know, kind of getting cohesive and, and their defense is coming together. And, you know, they're they're a little bit smaller than they've been in the past. But like I said, Coach Eppert does a great job, and those guys do a great job teaching defense, and these guys will come hit you. I think it's going to be a pretty good ball game between them and Shiloh. Well, here, here's a couple of things I think you always can have to take into consideration, Prairie Grove. Anytime you play Shiloh, weather's going to play a little bit of a factor. You know, it's supposed to be uh, – I think it's supposed to be bad storms come in Thursday, Thursday and into Friday morning. So that weather, depending – when that weather moves out, you know, that affects some of the passing game. I guarantee you Coach Absher will have his guys ready to go. Um, you know, he, he's he been there a long time. And that dadgum offense, man, that wing tee, I mean, that, that's a beautiful thing to watch. But if you're a linebacker, it's a hard thing to figure out. Oh, uh, you know, your your threats are a little bit different. Uh, your keys are a little bit different when you go play that wing tee. Uh, you know, you're going to have a double handoff. You're going to have, uh, you know, linemen pulling in all different directions. You're going to pull a tackle on the tight end at times. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things that go into that that, de that offense that it really plays havoc on the defense. The other game in the in the 4A West that that's going to be big this week is is Gravit at P Ridge. Both these teams come in at two and three. Um, I think P Ridge is actually two and zero oh in the conference, and Gravit is one and one. Gravit got beat last week by Prairie Grove. Um, so this, you know, four teams are going to qualify. These four are the front runners right now. Um, I, I don't think you can count Lincoln out, and I don't think you can count Gentry out. So the Gravit-P Ridge game is a huge game. Uh, Gravit probably needs a little more than P Ridge, but if P Ridge wins it, that's a huge step to qualifying for, for the state playoffs. Yeah, and if we're picking them this week, I, I've got to go with P. Ridge uh, after seeing them play once already this year. Uh, you know, pretty fundamentally sound. Uh, and once again, that defense will come get you. Uh, I think any any games are going to be won and lost in the trenches, and I think they win it with the offensive linemen. And, Coach, what is the, the rankings in the 4A? Nashville holds up number one. Arkadelphia loses a game last week, goes 4-1. and one. Now they're in the second. Joe T. Robinson. Ranked third, Shiloh ranked fourth, Dardanelle fifth, and Warren rounds us out at sixth. 
So let's uh, let's let's move on to 3A and the the 3A game that I'd like to talk about a little bit this week is is the uh, Greenland Boonville game. And coach, last week, if I'm not mistaken, Greenland, I think, I, I guess they were at home, but they uh, beat Mansfield. I believe that's who it was. I'm going yeah, to that's have who, to, have to look at this sheet here, but I'm pretty sure that's that's who they were playing. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, they played Mansfield last week. Jet Dennis had uh, 140 yards and a touchdown in the 18-14 win against Mansfield last week. And, and, and coach, going into that game, Mansfield was undefeated. So that's a huge win for Greenland. Bumped their record up to to three and two. And so they'll they'll go play Boonville, uh, which Boonville is. We all know that's not an easy place to go play. No, it's not. They, uh, you know, they they've always traditionally been very good in football. Uh, you know. Had the opportunity to see Clarksville play earlier this year. It's a good game between Clarksville and Boonville. I think Boonville had a few kids that weren't playing the night that they played. Um, but yeah, Lee Larkin's got Greenland playing well, so it's going to be a good ball game. So, Coach, what's a, real quick, what's the rankings in 3A? Uh, Rising 1, Prescott 2, Camden 3, Hart, Camden Harding Grove uh, was 3, Osceola ranked 4th, Harding Academy at 5th, and Harrisburg rounds it out to 6th. So, Coach, that's, that's, uh, that covers the football in Northwest Arkansas this week. You, you got anything you want to add to that? Well, as I'll tell you what, there, you know, once again, there's a lot of uh, great athletic individual uh, uh, games played. You know, I, I got it started out with Drew Sturgeon once again. You know, he, he got seven passes for 83 yards and a touchdown. He kicked four extra points. Uh, you know, they beat Alma 31-25. Great game by him. Hank Gibbs, a federal quarterback, had a good game. Blaze Whitson from uh, Springdale Harbor. Really good ball game. Dalton McDonald from Benville West, quarterback, had a good game. Also, uh, Eli Reese Shiloh, quarterback. I mean, we're just going quarterback after quarterback. Had really good games last week. Uh, Andrew Hobbs, Andrew Hobbs from Prairie Grove, rushed for 115 yards, two touches against Gravit. Uh, you know, Gentry, quarterback. It was it was quarterback Friday is what it was last week. A lot of guys had had good nights there from that position. Well, it was good weather last Friday night. Now. Here you go into week six, and all of a sudden you start getting that real football weather. You know they're talking like temperatures in the in the low 40s uh, during game time. So it'll be interesting. You know people that think uh, weather doesn't affect the game any, uh, you don't. Know, it, it has quite a bit to do. So coach, anything else on football? Well, that's it for this week. Well, I tell you what, we're we're going to take a break. I want to remind everybody of our email address. You guys feel free to send us an email. We'll, we're going to try to touch on as many subjects as we can. If you come up with something that you think we were to or, or do some stuff on, please let us know. It's oxandoz at gmail.com. That's O-X-A-N-D-O-Z at gmail.com. And we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. everyone we're back here in the studios at Mad Sky and Associates on 125 West Sunbridge Drive in Federal. I'm Jeff Oxford, Coach Osnes, Coach. First I want to jump out there and I want to, I want to thank our sponsors, Mad Sky and Associates. Uh, you know they, they kind of help help us get this thing off the ground and, and Ozark Sportsman Supply. Uh, you know we're always uh, welcome to like to welcome them sponsors. I agree, and, and Brian, I think you had something to say about uh, Ozark Sportsman Supply. Yep, there's no doubt about it, and Coach, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know how much you know about them, but uh, they have expanded their their outreach, so to speak, with um, screen printing and with also embroidering and that sort of thing, and 
one of your former players, Ashley uh, Ashley Marshall, when she was uh, playing here, is actually working there and uh, got got that business up and running. And she wanted me to tell you hi, and uh, better known now as Ashley Archer. So she's got some good things going over at Ozark Sportsman Supply and uh, some for all your screen printing needs and die cast needs. Um, and embroidery needs, go check out Ozark Sportsman Supply and Ashley Archer. You got former players that actually talk to you? <laughs> oh, she's a character, too. <laughs> she is a character. Yeah. So I assume that here in the next couple of weeks uh, with our sponsors, because I know there's there's a few others that are wanting to jump on, that, that we're going to actually set up commercials for them, and, and we're going to run commercials during the break time. I know that was one of the things that was asked to me last week. Coach, you guys would go to break on your on your podcast, but there was nothing in the break, and all of a sudden Oxford brought you guys right back. Right. And I said, well, we, we thought with the podcast situation, Mr. Dean had it set up that they had other commercials they were going to throw in there. But in the in the near future, in these podcasts, there'll be uh, there'll be commercial breaks, and there'll be commercial, actual commercials in those breaks. In this podcast. In this podcast. There we go. How about that? How about that? That was and, quick. Wasn't it? And I promise you. It's it's going to get better. It's going to get better. <laughs> we, you know, this is just something. I mean, we have a great time, Coach. You you and I, we 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 love high school sports. We love every bit about high school sports. Um, you know, we're getting ready to probably talk about some golf. You know, which is something you and I struggle with. Well, well you <laughs> struggling right now to speak. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. You know, fact, it's like I was, a, I was telling I, some guys the other night. You know, that our our girls team. Uh, actually finished fourth in, in state, and in a boys team that we're going to talk about here in a little bit, finished third in state today. So uh, the Randy Austin School of Golf, for those lessons for the guys that we run around with, and they're going to go up quite a bit. Coach, and when I, I said that the other night, everybody got tickled. I don't understand that. Well, here's the deal. People don't understand what a great golf coach you are. I, I, I took your course. I, I, I did the, the reading part and the video and the on-course part. I'm happy to say I went out and shot a 69. It was it was on a par nine. I was nine holes, but I shot a sixty nine, coach. I, I say four strokes off my game. You are a tremendous coach in golf. I will tell you this: we've got some tremendous golfers in this area. Uh, you know, we said last week that we would bring you some of the finals as far as the other state tournaments and girls. And uh, you know, in the six A, Bentonville uh, came in first. Uh, what they won state. Pebble was a, a state runner. How come you talking about six A? Well, I thought that was seven A. I knew we'd get an argument about this leading back from next to, or from last week. But in football, they would be seven A. But okay. all other sports. They're going to be six. That makes no sense to me. So, Who makes that rule? <laughs> that would be the AAA. So, once again, starting over with golf in northwest Arkansas. Bentonville takes home the state championship in girls 6A golf. Fable comes in second as runner-up. Uh, Cabot was third, and, and Springdale Harbor was third. I have a question, and this is not even a smart aleck question. I, I this, is a, this is an honest question. Is it Bentonville or Bentonville West that won? It was Bentonville, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just said Bentonville. Well, yeah, I, I would I assume just, that when you just say curious. Bentonville, that you'd know well, Bentonville, Bentonville, Bentonville West. Uh, would you, Brian, wouldn't you agree? Brian, Dean, you don't. You just stay over there. You don't even need <laughs> to get involved in this deal here. Bentonville won state championship. That was runner up. Five A girls. Uh, you know, there's really. There's uh, let me let me ask you a question on this one here too, okay. coach. What was Bentonville's score? Uh, five thirty. What was Fevel's score? Five thirty. So how did Bentonville win? To well, me, 530 and 530 is the same score. You know, there's all kinds of different ways that, that they calculate this. They can go back in a, in a playoff, and normally they, they take one player or two players. Depending on the classification, uh, that is something that we'll have to get verified on how they did that. Or they could have went back to a scorecard. No, nah, normally it's a playoff. Playoff. Normally it's a playoff. And, and yep. we've been involved in a couple of those. In fact, in the boys today, there was a playoff for the overall. So, uh it's exciting. It's a lot of fun, um, and I'm sure more than likely that that was a lot of fun for them. Uh, two schools being as close as they are, and, and pretty much uh, you know rivals, not 30 minutes, 45 minutes down the road from each other. In 5A girls, really, there's no one from Northwest Arkansas, and these and who won state championship: a Hot Springs Lakeside, Greenwood came in second, Mountain Home third, Sheridan was fourth. Uh, in 4A. Uh, this is one we talked about last week. You know, Brooklyn takes home the state championship. Nashville comes in second. Uh, one stroke difference, 261-262. Harrison takes third, 271. And Farmington takes fourth at 283. And our very own Bailey Cusick from Farmington was named All-State. Um, anything else you want to add about the 4A golf? 
Coach, where did you say the 4A was at? 4A golf tournament was held in Harrison last week. That's a up and down course. <laughs> I, I think you have relatives over there. You've probably played I that a few times. Played that course a couple of times, but I did not play it well. And just like last week, we said that we would come back this week with uh, you know the finals and all the other classifications. Uh, we have the boys class. Uh, we have the boys 4A finals, but we do not have any of the rest of the finals uh, as the time that we started this uh, podcast tonight. But in 4A, Valley View takes home the state championship with a score of 224. Pulaski Academy takes up the runner-up with a 238. And Farmington comes in third with a 249. Devin Pappas from Valley View shoots a 70. Hey, wasn't, wasn't, his, wasn't his, his dad's a former Razorback golfer, Dean, right? Dean was All-American up here at the He's University. a great golfer. You bet. In fact, uh, you know, they lived here in Fayetteville for a while, and, yeah. and, uh, and Dean got the job there in, in Jonesboro, and, uh, and I'm sure the people at Valley View were real happy that, that he came to Jonesboro. And that's their, their second state championship in a row, back-to-back state championships. And then Jackson May with Plasky Academy finished second overall, and then Ben Fowler from Shiloh finished third in the playoff with, uh, with Brett South oh, that's from Farmington. The, well, that, that's awesome. So next week we'll be able to hit on, on the 6A, the 5A, um, we'll recap for uh, yeah, again. It's all right, time. right. So, so uh, c- congratulations to those teams that you spoke about and those individuals. Um, golf is a frustrating sport. You know, it's one of them ones you go out there with your friends and you have a great time. And let me tell you this. I'll finish this. But one day we're playing on Razorback. You remember Razorback Golf Course. You'd tee off on number one. This is back when it was nine holes. I had ten, actually. But, you know, you'd feed in, you you go from 10 back to 2, and you mm-hmm. play the other flag. Right. You come off 1. Well, you tee off, and, the, you know, the water's over here behind you. And a uh, group in front of us, guy tees off, and the ball goes straight in the water. His buddy's all over him. Well, apparently, through the first 10 holes, this, this, this gentleman has had a really rough day. He didn't say a word. He took his gloves off of the golf cart, walked over, threw him in the pond, took off walking up the hill. His buddies are hollering at him. Oh, you know, come on, come on. He turns around and comes back, and I'm thinking, okay. He wades out in there, (laughs) brings his golf bag out, unzips it, grabs his truck keys, throws the bag back in there, and goes up the hill. (laughs) (laughs) There were some good times at Razorback. Good times. That that was a great little course, and – and those folks there helped out a lot of a lot of schools around Northwest Arkansas to uh, to be able to practice there and use that as a home course. And it, it's a shame that you know you drive by there now and it, it, it's not what it used to be. That, that's that, uh, you're right. You're right. There's a lot of us. That's where a lot of us played our first oh, golf. It was. But, it was. So let's uh, let's slide on into into volleyball. And Brian um, uh, Dean, would you jump in here on some volleyball? All right. We've got some uh, 4A rankings for you. Of course, tonight Farmington and uh, Pea Ridge went. Uh, battling it out in NP Ridge and Farmington took uh, three sets to push their record took the victory over P Ridge to push their record to 16-3-1 overall 9-0 in the conference and that's uh, good for the top spot. Followed by Berryville who's 11-1-1 heading into tonight 7-1 overall and then Harrison at 7-9-5-2 in conference play. Shallow Christian's uh, 10, 13, and 1, 6 and 3 in conference. And then uh, P Ridge is 13, 12, and 1, 5 and 3 in conference, followed by Prairie Grove, Gravit, Huntsville, and Gentry. So Lady, Con- Lady Cardinals continue to do well. Um, and like we mentioned last last week, being led by some, some frontline people, they can absolutely just jump it out of the gym with Callie Stout and, and uh, Brittany Pittman. And Addison Fenton as well. So they continue to do well, and Coach Howard's got those girls rolling right at a at a good point in time of the year. So I had the opportunity to uh, to, to see some. Oh gosh, I guess it was a what, Fort Smith Southside Invitational tournament was this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't Farmington we make it to the semifinals of that? We well, they they did pool play. And then that led you into one of two different brackets, a gold bracket and a silver bracket. We made it into the gold bracket, which was what they wanted to do. And then from my understanding, they lost in the first round of that, that gold bracket to a very, very tough um, 
And the name is slipping, slipping me. Um, Springdale Harbor, I believe. I was going to say, I thought it was Springdale Harbor. Yeah. I think they finished third, I believe. Right. And then uh, was it Southside that won the, won the I tournament? I believe it was. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm sorry, I don't remember who was second. But, uh, you know, that's a, that's a great tournament. I mean, it, it, I've always said that, you know, the great thing that I feel like we've always done in, in softball uh, at Farmington is, is we want to go play those 6A schools. Mm -hmm. I know Oxford's going to call them a 7A school, but we want to go play those 6A schools. It, it, for us, you know, we, we, need, we need our weaknesses exploited before we right. get into a state tournament or into a regional or into a conference tournament. We want to know where we need to get better at. And I think Coach Howard at Farmington did a great job of putting his team in this tournament this time of the season so that, hey, this is what we need to work on. This is, this is how we're going to, you know, win a conference. And this is how we're going to win a state. Right. And I really like what he's doing here at Farmington. There is no doubt about it. And when you, when you look at all of the schools, and sorry to cut you off there, Jeff, but when you look at all of the schools that participated in that tournament, every single one of them, are at the top of their their conference and most of them if not all of them uh, well most of them were 7a schools so we were definitely i hate to hate to say you know outmanned but when you looking at classifications there's definitely a difference between a 7a conference and a 4a conference well, we, we all understand i mean you, you have a 6a school or a 7a school whatever however you want to call it the school population is greater the, the amount the number of kids that are going to come out for that particular sport are going to be greater and you know you, you can find you know a few more cali stouts mm -hmm. in, in that situation maybe or, or you know just to name a, a player off of off the farmington team but uh, i know fable and uh springdale harbor have been having some big battles here of late and I know next week we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the, those teams and some other teams in the 6A, and, uh, and we'll, we'll talk a little more volleyball, and, and also some tennis. Yeah, well, you know, before we move on to tennis, a couple of things that I really think of in volleyball is, you know, I think how much that sport has grown in the last 15 years, you know, in, in, in all the schools, in the smaller schools. It's been in, in the 6, 7, 8 schools for a while. Uh, you know, you look at Siloam. Siloam's won tons of state championships oh, in volleyball. At, you know, at Siloam was and, phenomenal. Yeah, and Greenwood the same way. Um, you know, so but you look, you start looking in the 4A schools and, and so forth, and how much volleyball has grown. And coach, back on your conversation about or, or your comments about you want to play teams that's going to expose your weaknesses. You know, I think there's nobody better to talk about that than you. And I, I remember times that you would load your softball team up and go down around Memphis, play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And uh, you, you wanted to find out what you were good at, what you were bad at, and then come home and work on them things that need to be corrected. And, and uh, Coach, you always pay dividends for you. Yeah, it has to this point in my career. And, you know, we've been very fortunate. We have great players and, and always have and, and hope to always have here at Farmington. But uh, that's just one of the things that, that, you know, Coach Holland used to talk about. You know, it, if you go play, and, and I heard him tell a guy this one time, and he may have been referencing me, but he said if you go play for a summer team, baseball, wherever it may be, and you're the best player on that team, you're on the wrong team. If you're going to get better individually, you need to go play against somebody that, that's actually going to make you better, going to make you work harder. You know, it, it's just like sitting there watching the number ones today at the, at the 4A State Golf Tournament. Boys, there's not a whole lot of difference in between them. You know, you're talking about one or two strokes here and there, and it may cause one or two of them to crack. You know, and, and you're just going to build off that. It builds character, and, and right. you, you find out what your weaknesses are, and you got to go back and say, okay, this is what I'm going to get better at. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I applaud Coach Howard for doing what he's doing right now. So we're going to talk a little bit about tennis. I know the state tennis tournament, I think, is like the 14th. comes up around the 14th. Um, Coach, what you got? Well, to be honest with you, Joe, I don't have much on it at all. We're going we're gonna to make some phone calls this week, and we're going to talk to some folks here in northwest Arkansas and, and see where all these uh, tournaments are going to take place, uh, you know, who the, uh, who the folks are that, you know, should be contending and, and who, we need to be, uh, who we need to be watching. And, uh, and we're excited about getting some tennis on here. I, I know the Chili Pepper was this past weekend also. Had the opportunity to uh, run into a couple of colleges team, college teams while my wife and I were out having dinner uh, in Springdale last week. And, uh, and they were here. They drove all the way down from Colorado uh, for the Chili Peppers. So, uh, you know, that's, that's something we need to talk about also with the high school teams and, and what's going on with them cross country. You're right. You know, people, people kind of take it for granted. You know, you, you come into federal – you roll into federal, you rolled into the track capital of the world. There's no and, doubt. Uh, you know, 
not only at a collegiate level, but also uh, the high school track is, is very good in this part of the state. But, uh, Coach, uh, we're, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back. I want to remind everybody, Ox and Oz at gmail.com, O-X-A-N-D-O-Z at gmail.com. You guys got anything you would like for us to talk about, send us, send us drop us an email, and, and, uh, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. We're talking with Coach Jeff Edelman from Elkins. Coach, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How you doing? Oh, we're doing great here at the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford. Brian Dean sitting in with us tonight. We're getting the opportunity to talk about a young man by the name of Ty Frederick. He is a, uh, a football player at Elkins. He's also a golf medalist, uh, 3A conference golf medalist, where Elkins won the conference tournament last week. They're in Blyville today. Uh, Going to play tomorrow in the uh, in the 3A state tournament. And, uh, and Coach, tell us a little bit about Ty Frederick. Well, he, you know, he, he's actually, he's an outstanding young man. Not only does, uh, is he a two-way starter on our football team, he's been my best golfer actually for the last three years, plus he's uh, involved in a lot of community activities. What all, does, uh, what all does he do? I mean, my goodness, with, with him playing football, with this whole thing is kind of a unique situation. I mean, not, not too many individuals have the opportunity to, uh, you know, play football, play golf, because both of those seasons run uh, – you know, at the same time, we're in a parallel season here, and, and he has the ability to, uh, you know, get everything done during the week. Uh, he, he's got to be very intelligent. I mean, being an offensive center, I mean, you're making the blocking scheme calls, and he's out there playing golf two and three days and winning medalist. I mean, that, there's a lot on his plate. Yeah, there, there is a lot. Matter of fact, uh, you know, not too many golfers get to play football or vice versa because it is at the exact same time. You know, he, he's had to miss a few football practices for golf and, and miss a few golf practices for football, but he, he uh, excels in both and does it does well, and uh, he loves them both, so that, that makes it a little bit easier on him. You bet. Uh, Jeff, you have anything you want to ask Coach Edelman? Well, I'm, I'm curious how uh, – Coach, now, I know right now, like, like here at Farmington, you know, we're starting week six in football. I know uh, Elkins got a big game coming up this weekend – and so he's playing in the state golf match tomorrow, and then he's going to come back and get basically one practice in, which right, normally right. on Thursdays, Thursdays is usually a light practice, you know, it's like, like walk through, yes. walk through, and and uh, so I, I that that speaks that speaks tons for the for that young man and his his uh, his his character and his athletic ability to be able to be able to do both. That's a uh, honestly he's he's one of the few that I've ever heard do that. Yeah, you know there's. I've been in this business a long time. There's just not many that can do that. Now, he was there for Monday's practice, but, again, that's kind of film day, and he's missing Tuesday and Wednesday, the two big days for football. But, uh, you know, he'll, he'll adapt when he gets back. And he, he's just a natural athlete. And uh, probably, you know, even though he plays center and, and he's a defensive end starting for us, I would say he's one of the fastest, if possibly not the fastest guy on the team. So, you know, uh, his ability, you know, carries him pretty far. Sounds to me like he's one of the smartest ones, too. He missed the two days of pads <laughs> in practice. I agree. He's going to play, play some golf and come back and get to play on Friday. I, I like yeah, his yeah. thinking. I, I do, too. And not only, not, that, a, not only that, that, Coach, I mean, the way you guys work together, that's pretty awesome. I mean, you you as a, as a coach, of course, you have been there for, gosh, how long have you been at Elkins? Uh, this is my 32nd year at Elkins. 32 years. You know, you have the ability to work with your, your coaching staff, so, you know, across sports. 
you know, to, to work with the football staff and for them to work with you guys and say, hey, look, it's about the kid. He's got the opportunity to go out here and he's representing Elkins. And you know, that's, that's pretty awesome. It speaks volumes for your staff. Yeah, you know, and it, it's me and the football coach get along real well. And, uh, and he, you know, I, I think he sees it too that ties real good in, in golf. And, uh, you know, we're, we're as, as we all say, we're here for the kids. And, uh, and, and so it's just really a no-brainer for us to let, work it out and let him be able to do both. Well, that is, that is awesome. So how, what's it look like for, for tomorrow as far as the, uh, the state tournament goes? What, what are our chances there at Elkins of maybe bringing home well, the state title? Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I'm not sure about a state title. I've seen some scores and talked to some people today about what they posted during conference, and there's several teams a lot better than us. But, you know, hey, you know, we've, we've had a great year. We won conference, and we made it to state, and we'll just see what happens. Well, that's awesome. Coach, you mentioned a little bit ago uh, – this is Brian Dean, by the way. You mentioned a little bit ago about this kid and then some of the community service uh, participation that he deals in. Talk a little bit about that because – from a coach's standpoint and from a community standpoint, when you have a an athlete such as such as him that that not only plays football and golf but then spends extra time in the community, talk about that type of example that he puts puts out there for the Elk and Elks. Yeah, he 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 does several things actually. Well, he's he's in FBLA and he he helps with their mentoring program, which what they do is they go across the street to the primary and elementary buildings and they mentor some of the younger kids over there whether it just being uh, you know as far as education or just how to be a you know a standout student or or whatever so he he's involved in that plus he also spends time with our meals on wheels and helps them raise money and uh also our community christmas uh, our uh, elkins police department goes out raises funds for that and he helps with that along with uh he also helps the elks employees raise money for the uh their canines so you know he's 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 out there in the community he's not just you know playing ball going to school he's he's helping his community but i think a lot of that comes from his parents and his grandparents his grandfather graduated from elkins you know years ago so They've kind of been a pillar of the community, and and uh, and I just say they're very, very well thought of family. It sounds like you not only have an outstanding student and an outstanding athlete, but you also have an outstanding citizen on your hands. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Well, I'm gonna speak. You know, Coach Elman just talked about his grandparents. Uh, you know, I've been a golf coach at Farmington for quite a while, and we get the opportunity to play against Elkins on a regular basis. And let me tell you, his grandfather it does a great job volunteering out there and taking care of those kids. But his grandmother, the last match that I was at up in Huntsville, had sandwiches. Boys, let me tell you, some of the best sandwiches I've had all season. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely yeah, took care. Even though I was wearing red, she took care of me. Yeah, that's, and that's just the kind of people they are. You know, they're worried about the kids, make sure they get – you know, food and drinks, but then they've got plenty for everybody else. And, and that, you know, that just makes it fun for everyone. Coach, here, here's, here's my last question for you. As, as Elkins is in the, in the 4A, and I look at the normal 4A conference, and it's basically the conference that Coach Osnes and I grew up in, um, you know, when, when back in the way back in Farmington, all them teams were pretty much in the same conference. Yet you're the outsider. You're the one that has to go down in the River Valley. And, and, and uh, coach, how, how's that working out? Well, you know, it's uh, uh, the main first thing that comes to my mind is there's no rivalries, nobody knows each other, and it's just we just kind of you know travel down there and play, so to speak. It's it's to me, it's not as fun as playing everybody up here, and uh, I, don't, I don't know that. And of course, it's the same thing when they come up here. I guess somebody feels like outsiders, but it's just kind of like it's just another game it's it's not you know it's not like a rivalry situation which uh those can be a whole lot more fun than them playing somebody you, you don't know the coaching staff yeah. you don't know the players you don't know anybody yeah well, you know we, we we did that a few years ago ourselves you know we was in that co conference with ozark and 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 them folks and there's something can be said about going and playing a team where when you look across there or you look out on the field or on the golf course or the basketball court you see a kid 
that you may have played against their parents in high school. You know, there's, yeah. there's, that's uh, you're right. It adds a little extra to it, and I, yeah. I feel for you guys, and I look forward to the day where everybody up here can be in the same conference. You know, so right, right. Uh, Coach Osnes. Well, I tell you what, Coach, we're we're very happy that you joined us tonight, and you know, we wish uh, Ty the the best of luck. Or we feel like you're very fortunate that you know you've got a young man like that over in Elkins that. They can play two sports, and you know, as far as I know, he may even play more. But he's a he's a well. He actually plays baseball for me well, too. There you spring, go, so. and, that, and that's another thing I said. When when we get closer to uh, spring, we're definitely going to be reaching out to you. Uh, Coach Edelman's won a couple state championships. You know, a, a contender year in year out. And coach, we definitely appreciate you taking some time to talk to us tonight. And good luck tomorrow in the state tournament. Well, I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. All right, I want to welcome everybody back. I'm Jeff Oxford, joined by my good buddy, Coach Randy Osnes. Coach, getting ready to wrap this show up. And um, real quick for all the listeners, we're going to try to drop one every week. Uh, you know, and um, then as this goes along, it's going to be, you know, season-related. Uh, we get into basketball season, we'll, we'll spend a little more time about basketball. But don't think, just because we're in football season, if you – that we won't touch other topics. Uh, a lot of stuff getting ready to come up. You're in week six of football. You're getting toward the end in in, in tennis. You got state tournaments coming up. Volleyball. Uh, I guess you're about three weeks away from from state tournament. I believe. There's, about there's that. a lot of things that are wrapping up here in the next few weeks. Um, you know, and. and like you said earlier, we're going to do things more like what we did tonight with uh, with Coach Jeff Edelman and, and his uh, his player, golfer, football player, Ty Frederick, and his family. You know, what a phenomenal story of what he's done this year. Uh, you know, being able to play football from two-a-days, or, of course, they don't have two-a-days now, extended practice, uh, all the way to now. Of course, he, he started golf. You know, the Why do you roll your eyes whenever you talk about there's no two-a-days? Well, there's no two-a-days anymore. I, I, just, I used to love two-a-days. Did you uh, really? Honest, when I coached it, I enjoyed two a days. This extended practice stuff, no, I, I wasn't a big fan it's of that. Sort of like, it, it's sort of like that extra minutes they put on after halftime of a football game to let your children warm up. Well, and here's the thing, and, I, and I'm kind of with you, you know, after about the third week. Of course, this year was different. I mean, you're talking 90s in September, and we're, we're fortunate that we're up here in, in what we keep, I call God's country in northwest Arkansas. But if you lived over in the Delta, I mean, my goodness, a Friday night, you know, it, it's still pretty daggum hot at, at 8, 8, 15, somewhere around there when halftime comes out. And I do understand maybe an extra period, you know, an extra two minutes. Of course, you're never going to get that across to, no, to Jeff. But, no, you know, that's, you're right. you got 20 minutes. You go in, you talk for 18 minutes, and you come out, and you loosen up. We were talking about something else, probably. See, that's the reason yeah. I love this part of the show. This, you know, all of a sudden we just go off in different well, I'm directions. I'm just telling you, I mean, that's, uh, if, if you, if you want to make – Arkansas athletics are good again. Do away with the extra minutes after halftime. Football. That's the dumbest thing ever. They Here's my question for you, though. Yeah. Is it just Arkansas that's doing that? Well, who cares about anywhere else? Well, I'm just, uh, I mean, do you think – have I ever woke up in the morning and said, hmm, I wonder what they're doing over in Oklahoma? No, I don't. Do I wake up in the morning and say, wonder what's going on in Texas? No, I wake up and I say, good Lord, I want to thank you for not putting me in Texas. <laughs> so Arkansas is the only place I really care about. Well, I, I get it, but I, just I mean, Arkansas is the uh, only state mentioned in the Bible. You're, you are correct. It says Noah looked out of the Arkansas. I, I, I There's agree. a reason. 
that I, Arkansas is the best. There's no doubt about it. See, Coach, you, Brian day, Dean is messing everything up Razorback. right here. Huh? Did you know that? What's well, that? On the eighth day, God created the Razorback. Well, we need to work on them boys right now. <laughs> They're getting better. So, getting back to the two-day thing, I, I enjoy two-a-days. And the reason being is because you come in and you work hard in the morning, offensively and defensively, and then you come back in the afternoon, maybe in shorts and helmets, and, and work special teams. I, I enjoyed that setup. And uh, you know, the, the toughest part about that was is somewhere along there, especially in a small school setting, is you had to set it up to where you could go ahead and practice with your junior high bunch. And that that's where the problems kind of arose. And all of a sudden, now you're going to just go and extended practice. You're still trying to fit the younger guys in, especially in a small school setting. Now we have so many bigger schools here in northwest Arkansas. That's not as, as big a problem as it used to be. But you still take like a farm to a program or someone that don't have a split or does not have a split staff. That still becomes a problem. Um, but now you have extended practices. And I just I never was a big fan. Boys, let me tell you, two hours. I'm as bored as they are. You know, yeah. it's time to move on. It's time to take a break, and let, let's, you know, we'll come back and get after it later. But you're gonna lose me after two hours. Right. So that's just well, it's sort of like running, coach. I can, there we go. You know, we can run two forties, and that's enough for me. <laughs> we don't need to do twenty. Well, I will tell you this. So we we talked about last week, and and you've mentioned it quite a few times tonight on the on the. Uh, podcast as far as you know the oxnaz at gmail.com we had quite a few responses as far as uh, suggestions and and one of them was the fact that uh, you know they don't understand or people don't understand volleyball as far as the rotation right. they don't understand the substitution and i get i get a little confused i mean I, i've been to a couple of games i went to one game this year against huntsville here at farmington but you watch them substitute and it's like they have to stand a certain way and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe one's got to be on the left side. Maybe one's got to be on the other side. When they substitute, well, you have taken upon yourself, and God bless you for uh, you know talking to Coach Howard here at Farmington. And I think he's going to come on next week, and we're, he's going to explain the rotation. He's going to educate us on on you know volleyball and the substitutions and and those kind of things that a lot of us, like myself, don't know. Yep. And one of the other suggestions was the fact that Oxford's over here shaking his head. <laughs> I mean, we need to do this as a video one of these days just to get his facial expressions. I'm just saying, boys, volleyball is the only sport that if you even think about yelling something at the official, they look at you like you're the devil. <laughs> you can't right. say nothing. We need, wouldn't it be awesome to see him? Six, eight out there playing. Yeah. Just one time. I'm <laughs> just telling you, boys, that's, you can't say nothing. You can't talk to him. They can miss a call, and you just you just have to agree with them. You know what I think would be a good volleyball matchup? Jeff Oxford versus Mike Howard. Oh, good gosh. Yeah, Mike Howard from Farmington. He's, he's Let me tell you something. Six, five, six, six that dude, there's no doubt in my mind, would beat me in volleyball. But I have five fouls. <laughs> five fouls. <laughs> and I can use all five of them. And that's the reason he's coming on next week to explain the rotation and different rules and so yeah, on. Yeah, there there is some tricky scenarios that goes on, and w one of them that was brought up was, you know, about the special position called libero, and so that libero is a defensive specialist that can basically sub in and out on the back row only and can never play the front row. And we'll get into it to where. Oh my God! Sounds like we just should have had Brian Dean explain all this. No, I can't. I can. I can explain the high level stuff, but when it comes down to the extra in interests intricacies about that position, I'm going to leave that up to Coach. Well, Howard. you lost me at the name. I want to know who come up with that name of that player. Libero. Right. Yeah, who come up with that? <laughs> and how in the mine. world did that name even take off? <laughs> huh? And they wear a different colored jersey. That they do. And so I'm, I'm going to ask, you know, why? Why is that? I mean, I know they have to designate, but they still. Yeah, that makes why, no why sense do you, to you me. Have to, I mean, can you just call out a number? Well, she's number eleven. Yeah. Well, but then you'd have a scenario like, why is the goalie in soccer wearing a different colored jersey? We're not talking about soccer. That's later we're, on. We, no, we're, we're going to get into that, Dean. <laughs> yeah. You're jumping around now. <laughs> we're trying to learn. Away. We're trying to learn about volleyball right yeah. now. Right. So, but the, I don't know where they come up with that name. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, we'll, we'll ask next week where that came from. And yeah. In fact, you know, we may have to call a couple of coaches and just have a little volleyball quiz, uh, you know, from Northwest Arkansas. You know, we'll call up. You know, uh, a few coaches here and there and say, hey, Jeff Oxford wants to know. Yes, and it's not going to be one of them punk, true, fast, false tests. <laughs> it's going to be a, a full-blown test. 
I bet I bet uh, Fayetteville's head coach Jessica Jessica Phelan can probably blow your mind when it comes down to that. We need, we need to call Coach Phelan. Yeah. yeah, that needs to be one of the phone calls coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Also, one of the suggestions that we had was uh, bringing back some uh, some retired coaches, uh, football, basketball, uh, baseball, softball, whatever it may be, and you know have them give us a rundown on how things, in their opinion, have changed from the '70s. Uh, to the 80s, to the 90s, to you know, early 2000s to now, and, and you know what? What are some of the differences, and what what do they think some of the challenges would be if they step back onto the field or onto the court? And, and I thought that would be pretty interesting, also. It's changed dramatically just from the mid 90s to now, um, from back when I was still playing, and I couldn't even imagine looking at it from you know, and don't take this the wrong way, but looking at it from further back when you guys played in the uh, there he goes. I knew it was coming up. Didn't you? you know, Coach, when we had the leather helmets, no, you remember that, Coach? Back when we had the leather helmets. This dude played in Texas, man. Huh? And then here, so let's get it right. Unbelievable. Too. But I'm just saying, I mean, you guys played in the mid-'80s, correct? Early-'80s, yes. Er, Early-'80s, okay. Mid, Early, yeah. <laughs> Early-'80s, I mean, I'm sure looking back at it from the early-'80s to the-'90s, you guys saw a, bit, a pretty – good transition between the game, style of the game and then from the times that I was playing until now there's been a big transition I couldn't even imagine how big of a bigger of a distance that is from looking at it from the standpoint of like Coach Holland well, you know, I, I Coach can Holland, tell you 12 years yeah. <laughs> Coach Holland won the state championships in the early 70s and, and to have him kind of talk about some of that would be very interesting. Of course, we've had the opportunity to talk to him about some of this stuff and, right. and some of the things we couldn't we couldn't talk about on air. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. To him, it's definitely a different game. It's definitely a different game. Well, Coach, anything else you want to touch on tonight? I, I think we uh, we have a lot set up for next week. Uh, you know, once again, we, we can't thank uh, Coach Edelman and, and Ty Frederick uh, enough for uh, coming on the podcast and – well, actually, Coach Edelman, who is sitting in a hotel room in, in Blyville, Arkansas, right now getting ready to play in the state tournament, or Ty's getting ready to play in the state tournament tomorrow. Uh, we appreciated those guys, and it was really nice to be able to do a piece on him. I want to, before we leave, I want to thank Mad Scott Associates for providing us a place to do this, and also uh, Ozark Sportsman Supply. And, uh, um, you know, we appreciate them. And, uh, Coach, we, we will come back next week, and we will try we'll, we'll try to get along next week, Coach. <laughs> we'll, we'll try. You and I, if we get Brian Dean, the producer, to kind of maybe help us out a little bit, maybe you and I can get along. Uh, I think so. I mean, it's really tough to get along with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, remember our email, oxandoz at gmail.com, O-X-A-N-D-O-Z at gmail.com. Y'all send us some suggestions. We'll see what we can do. Hope everybody has a great week.